Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this edition of the podcast here at KECC 98.1 Muse FM at Evangel University. I'm John Christopher Collins, your news and podcast director. It is the 30th of January, Tuesday. Yeah, it is Tuesday. Okay, great. 2018, that's hard to believe. 2018. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, well, well. Like, one month in, I, I can't believe that we've... Well, started here at 2016, mm-hmm. and that's just crazy to think about. Years go by fast. But joining me is Macy Long. Uh, Macy, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We got to uh, spend a little time getting to know each other, was it two weeks ago? About two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Macy has a cool story I'd like for her to share with you guys today. We're going to get into her background, her testimony, and talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly here at Evangel University. <laughs> so, um, where are you from? Um, so, I was originally born here in Springfield, Missouri, and then mm-hmm. we lived here until I was five, and then we moved to a small town called Camp Point, Illinois, and we lived there until I was 15, and then we moved to Nashville, Tennessee, Okay. We lived there until I was 17, and then when I was 17, we moved back to Illinois, where I was from, and then I came here to school at Evangel, so. So, all that moving, what do you really yeah. consider home? Um, Illinois is for sure home. Illinois. So when I someone asked me where I'm from, I just say Illinois. It's easier than that long story, but yeah, for sure, for sure. That's yeah. a lot of moving though. It is. And your parents are not military. They are not. My dad, um, he's an insurance guy, but he okay. also he wears a lot of different hats. Um, so we have our own hot sauce company, and so Ooh, that's sauce. kind of yeah, that's really fun. So we got cool opportunities with that. Um, we got to sponsor um, like the St. Louis Cardinals, mm-hmm. NASCAR, St. Louis Blues, nice, um, the Nashville Predators. So a lot of sports games. Cool. So that was cool. Not but, the Springfield Cardinals. Not the Springfield Cardinals. Yes. St. Louis Cardinals. So. Cool, cool, cool. So that's big stuff. Yeah. Good for you. Um, so coming to Evangel, why'd you choose to come here? I honestly didn't look anywhere else. Um, my mom and dad both went here. My aunt and uncle went here. All my siblings, for the most part, came here. My cousins. So I just keep the family tradition going. No reason to break it? Yeah. So Evangel was the only school I applied to. So ever since I was little, I was just like, knew I was going to come to Evangel. So mm. I didn't even look anywhere else. So I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Cool. Cool. I've been loving it. What are you studying here? I'm a government major with a pre-law concentration. Okay. So... Cool. And why government? Why government? Um, History and government is something that's always fascinated me ever since I was little. um, Just like even in school, history is my favorite subject. Mm -hmm. I loved learning about it. Um, And I just think it's really important that not a lot of people in our generation really think about or want to get involved in. They think like politics or government is really sticky or it's messy. Right. it's corrupt and I mean because it is honestly right that's why I do feel such a strong calling to it is because it is corrupt and um just to be a, like a light in that for field. sure so for sure and we need that and we'll get into that uh, later in the podcast we're about three minutes in <laughs> that's pretty cool but um yeah so you want to get in a, you want to get in there you want to make a change you want to make a difference mm-hmm. what is one change you'd like to make here at Evangel or a difference you'd like to make and I guess we could start with what's your favorite thing about Evangel? My favorite thing about Evangel is the professors, for sure. Um, they have made my experience here what it is, and that's been a great experience so far. But just that you are more than a number to them. Right. They know you by your name. They know for your sure. story. And 
Um, it's nothing for you to just be on campus and see professors praying with students or praying with them after class or just checking in on them like, hey, are you doing okay? Mm-hmm. Or just being so understanding when it comes to if you turn like in an assignment in late and right, they're right. so understanding. And <laughs> That's helpful, happened. It's happened to me. And I was like, thank God, because that would have been rough. But I love it. I love them here. Um, cool. Dr. Johnson we're pretty close. She's a very good family friend, but just takes me out to lunch and just, I can be real and raw with her and mm-hmm. just like, how are you doing? And be vulnerable. With and her. she's That's in great. psychology, right? She is. Okay. Right she on. She is. Cool. So I'm not in that department, but she's, she's awesome. Right on. So shout out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, that's all really cool and everything. What's the thing that you want to leave here? A, a legacy or a change you want to make? A legacy I want to leave here. Um, that's a good question. I I want people, I mean, Evangel's already done a pretty good job of it, but just to leave here feeling like you have a sense of community and family. Mm-hmm. And that is something that um, I feel like everyone struggles with in their life is maybe feeling like they don't belong somewhere. Right. Or they're not... Um, similar to other people or but at Evangel you can feel like you're in a community that loves you and supports you and that it is a family and that's just what because Evangel is already like that to me Mm -hmm. so that's just something that I would want to leave is just making sure that that sense of community is always still in place here because that's what sets Evangel apart for sure so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so the spiritual uh, grounding here at Evangel, mm-hmm. would you say that helps with that? I think it does because, I mean, there's, I mean, compared to state schools, just I think there's a big difference if you're finding friendships on um, partying or just like certain lifestyle choices. Yeah. If you're finding friendships rooted in Christ. Yeah. I think that's really different. and that's a deep level of friendship Mm -hmm. like my closest friends are um friends that i've connected to with my relationship with god or just like even asking people i love that you can ask people here just pretty openly just like what is god doing in your life and those are the people that if they're vulnerable with you and they're just real with you those are the friendships that are deepest i don't even remember what you asked honestly (laughs) but um (laughs) yeah so i think i think it is a big difference um having that Christ-centered education mm-hmm. makes in friendships and community. And that's helped you grow, too. It has, good. yeah. I definitely, um, being here has helped me stay grounded in my faith, stay mm-hmm. rooted in my faith, because I think everyone, um, no one's going to be a perfect Christian. Right. You're going to, it's not an excuse to go off track, but everyone does. <laughs> everyone wavers, and um, evangel. If I was not here, Evangel definitely has kept me rooted. So Good for you. Good yeah. for you. Um, so when it comes to politics, government, like you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, why is it important that not necessarily everybody, but specifically our generation be involved, and why does it seem like less and less people want to be involved? Mm-hmm. I know that's a loaded question. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I think it's especially important for people our age to be involved, um, but something that I've noticed is you're not going to really want to be involved in something that you're not properly informed on. Mm -hmm. So when you have misguided concepts of certain, like, political figures or, like, this is for both parties. Like, this is just our generation in general not wanting to get involved, and it's honestly sad, but um, I think 
why it is so important. It's like government is not just this thing that's distant from you and doesn't touch you. Right. It affects you. Right. Everyone is a part of We the People. And um, you do have a say. So my favorite thing is hearing people complain about this last election. And then I was like, well, did you vote? Right. And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, I mean, you have a crucial role. And mm-hmm. your um, national elections are just as important as your local elections. For sure. your local government does affect you. It affects the roads you drive on the water you're drinking, just simple stuff like that. Mm. Like, it affects your community directly. And that is so important to keep involved. So it's like, okay, if you don't want to get involved in, like, that national government or the federal side of it, that's fine. But get involved in your local government because that's as equally important, and that is your community. That's what you're a part of. And that's where your passion is, right, local government? Yeah, so local government and state government are definitely what I'm leaning more towards. Um, I'm open to getting involved on a more national level, but I can, like, prefer, um, just, like, my hometown or just, like, on a state level, Mm. so. And you told me about your appreciation for farming. Talk about that. I do. So, um, my family, along with my dad's other, um, many hats that he wears, we also owned, um, a federal crop insurance company, and so growing up exposed to that, and that was when we lived in Illinois during Mm -hmm. that, um, 12 years, um, growing up around that really, developed my appreciation for farmers Mm -hmm. because they people just don't think about it i mean you go to the store you pick up your vegetables or your fruit or whatever and you just like you just get it from the store you're not thinking about all the work it took to get that food there right and farmers it is not an easy job it's not a glamorous job it's very underpaid i mean like it's not they're not in it for the money Mm -hmm. and um I feel like they go very unappreciated. I mean, like, they literally feed the world. They are the Mm -hmm. backbone of America. They put in their 40-hour weeks by, like, Tuesday. And it's... I I do. I have a passion for them. And so something that I do think would be fun if I do decided to go more on the federal level or whatever that would be would be to get involved in the USDA and on the government side of that. I would love that, so... What kind of change do you want to make in that area for the betterment of farming and just farmers? I feel like they just... There's not a lot of, my thing is just like how unappreciated they are. And that mm-hmm. again, like that's not something you can legislate or like, right, it's exactly. just more bringing awareness to it and being like appreciative of what they do and that culture. Yeah. So <clears throat> you don't hear many people when you ask somebody what they want to be, you don't hear many people say farmers. Oh, yeah. I want to be a farmer yeah. unless you've like grown up in that culture and you've seen it and appreciated it. But, um, I mean, I did, I grew, I grew up on a farm, but obviously we had other means of income. If my dad mm. did it more just therapeutic or as a hobby, yeah, so it wasn't yeah. like our livelihood, but it's, it's hard work mm-hmm. and I just don't feel like they get the praise that they deserve. Mm-hmm. So talk about a political moment here at Evangel, if, if you have any. Yeah, I'm trying to think of one. Um, Maybe a little debate. Oh, <laughs> Um, let's see. So I remember <laughs> this was my freshman year um, in an essential Christianity class. Mm-hmm. There was this kid, I forget, he was complaining or something about the election and, like, Donald Trump. But he started, started this, like, spouting off stuff that I was like, where did you even, like, get your information? Right. Like, so I guess that's what's bothering me. I don't care, like, what political side you're on the mm-hmm. spectrum it's just like be informed and know why you believe what you believe yeah and be able to back up your argument and so this kid just started freaking out and he was 
saying something about like Melania Trump. He's like, she's not even from here. Oh my. Blah, blah. I was like, why does that matter? And then it, he was like, kept complaining about it. And then I was like, where are you from again? And he was like, I'm from Canada. Oh and I was my. like, okay, so like you can't even vote because like he wasn't um, a res, like he wasn't a citizen here. Mm. He was still just like on a visa. So he, Whoa. it was just funny to me that they're just like, I can't believe you would vote for him. I'm like, you don't even live here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What so do you that think? was just funny. That was the first moment that came to mind. I'm sure there's others. What but. do you think the balance is between political correctness on campus and just speaking your mind? Um, or is there a balance? I feel like at least the people that I'm around, I feel like are pretty um, conservative. Uh-huh. And so I feel like definitely if you're on the conservative side, you're not really trying to be politically correct. Right, exactly. Um, so, but I do feel like there is a good balance here. Um, but honestly, I feel like this school would definitely lean more towards conservative as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but there's definitely, I've like encountered people that are very, um, being politically correct is very important to them. Yeah. Uh, so. Not to I, you, though. Not not really to me. I don't know. I just kind of, I don't speak my mind. I feel like I have a decent filter. Um, I yeah. hope I do. Yeah. Uh, but I think, again, it just goes back to, can you back up your argument? Mm-hmm. And that's my whole thing. So. Cool. Because. I'll be more than happy to argue with someone if I have something to back up my argument with. For sure. And that's important. A lot of people don't want to discuss things because I really believe they don't have any facts to back it up. Mm -hmm. That that goes for both parties. It's not like I'm bashing Democrats or Republicans. That's just like a good life lesson in general. Just don't, like, know why you believe what you believe. And that's something I really admire about the professors here is, like, literally in my Biology 101 class, it was just, like... He was asking us how we felt about um, uh, old Earth theories and then, like, young, young Earth theories. Earth, yeah. yeah, and he was just like, you know, I'm fine with you believing in either one, but just give me a reason why you believe that. And so then it really, mm-hmm. like, made me stop and think. It was like, which, like, why do I believe, like, either way? Like, which one do I believe? Mm-hmm. And so that's something that also I really got involved in politics. Um, it had been, like, my junior year of high school, my senior year of high school, um... I was just, I was like, you know, like, I grew up very conservative, but I was like, why did I, like, grow up this, like, I don't want right. to just associate with a party or a belief because my parents did. Exactly. I want to figure it out for myself and yeah. know why I believe what I believe, so. Good for you. Good Thanks. for you. That's rare today. Um, religious background. Are you very familiar with AG and how all that goes? Yes. Um, I grew up my whole life in the Assemblies of God. Um, my... Yeah, my family on both sides, my mom and dad's sides, has very deep roots in the AG. Um, so now I still go to the Assemblies of God Church. Um, I'm more open to more non-denominational churches. Um, I love the AG. I've had a very good experience mm. in it. I just feel like people, when you start getting like denominations in it, it's just easy to yeah. miss the main thing. And I think the main thing is to have a relationship with Christ, an intimate, deep relationship with the Lord. And it's easy um, in denominations for people to miss that because then things can get political or right. certain um, They're like political is, parties. Right. It's like certain <laughs> doctrines are different. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. AG. Cool, cool. So in that uh, sphere of things, mm-hmm. what's your favorite uh, aspect of the AG denomination? Um, if I, there is one. 
I love that they leave room for the Holy Spirit in their services mm-hmm. for because um, it's really easy when you're at some churches to be in there and you know it's just right after worship you know you're just worshiping <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're like okay you can sit down it's just like oh right put my hands back down just right, sit down, right I guess right. but um I think most of the churches that I've grown up in they've done a really good job about you know, just being sensitive to the Holy Spirit and if God's wanting to move in a different direction that's set in stone from what the preacher had, like, mm. laid out. So that is something that I do like about it. So. What's your advice to new evangel students coming in for the first time? Get plugged in, because mm-hmm. if you do not, um, you're. it's just, it's going to be a rough start for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met a couple freshmen this is my sophomore year, so I met a couple freshmen this year, and they were talking about, they're like, you know, I really just don't want to go to launch weekend. It just doesn't seem fun. Right. Like, it's just people I don't know. And I was like, here's <laughs> the beauty of launch weekend. It is awkward, like, so awkward. But you know yeah. what? Everyone is in the same boat as you because no one knows anybody. Right. So it's like, yeah, you're all being awkward, but, I mean, it ends up being so fun. By the end of, week, like, the week, you're still you've made like good friendships and that doesn't mean you need to be best friends with the people in your launch group. right but i mean i'm still friends um with the people that were in my launch group last year and so Me. like those are people that i'll always like remember because it's just i mean so don't skip out on launch weekend get involved in clubs like if you're not in a sport it's really easy or if you're not involved in a club or society to just kind of let yourself sit in your room fall into the background mm-hmm. and then just feel like man like i'm really lonely because as a freshman, that's that's a really hard transition. I mean, you haven't mm-hmm. done anything like that in your life, so you're leaving your family, like your friends from high school that you knew. You're right. going to um, a campus that you're not super familiar with. So just get plugged in, um, embrace the awkwardness because mm-hmm. it'll fade. You just got to push <laughs> through it. Um, but yeah, stay plugged in. Neat, neat. Um, so when it comes to uh giving that advice and walking it out. How good were you when you first came in? Because I know I felt very awkward on launch weekend. (laughs) Yeah, launch weekend was... um, I actually, I feel like I was... I just tried to get to know everyone in my launch group. I just, like, asked them a lot of questions because one thing about people, um, they like to feel like you are... People like to talk about themselves. Yeah. So my thing is, is like, I don't want to talk a lot. So if you just ask people questions about themselves, people will talk about themselves. So then you can get to know them and then in turn, they'll ask you questions. So, um, yeah, launch weekend went pretty well for me, honestly. Um, I got involved in a couple clubs and then towards the year, I just started kind of getting to that. Like, I didn't really want to be involved in this. Like I wasn't in a sport yet. So I just kind of, it, it became like easier for me to just kind of fall into the background Mm -hmm. and um I think people it's normal to like get that feeling of just like wanting to go home like that sense of home for sure and that's normal I just think people that you got to push through it because Mm -hmm. if you don't it can really let that kind of ruin your experience here now pre-law society is a club here right yes okay and you're in that I am. I was in it last year, and then um, I j- actually joined again last night. Um, but I, yeah, they are really good about um, prepping you like for the LSAT and stuff. You can take practice LSATs together, and they um, go into our law schools. So it's just really interesting, mm-hmm. and it's nice to be in people that are in the same field as you, and mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. kind of 
feed off each other. Are you doing Washington studies? I am. Nice. So I'm really excited about that. I don't have it set in stone where I'm interning at, but I my top one was the USDA. So fingers crossed I get that. Cool. Um, yeah, that'd be great. And then my second choices were live action in the Heritage Foundation. So either and, one of those I'm really excited to get And into. that's the whole break for spring break, right? Yes. Okay. So it's um, March 7th through the 17th. Nice. Yeah, we're nice. going to be in D.C., so... I'm super pumped about it. Cool, cool, cool. Well, any final thoughts, final words for the listeners here? Um, ideas? Ideas. A call to action? <laughs> um, yeah. Don't be afraid to uh, stand up for what you believe in, whether it be politically or with your faith. Um, That's good. Get involved in your local government. If you're coming here to evangel, make sure you get plugged in. Uh, yeah. That's all I can think cool. of right now. Cool. I will say Evangel provides many opportunities. I've been able to meet Josh Hawley, and you mm-hmm. remember when he was here. Yeah, and that was great. They're very, very good about making sure that uh, we can make some things happen mm-hmm. for the students as a whole. So they are. It's good. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>